Hello, 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 and welcome to Background Noise. This is the show about the people behind the podcast and the messy process of actually getting podcasts made. My name is Michael Magnano. I am the co-founder and CEO of a company called Anchor. We make it really easy to make podcasts. And this is a really important episode for me. Um, So the reason I do this podcast is... A, I want to get to know podcasters better, and B, um, I want to learn from them. I want to learn what uh, what what secrets and what tips and what tricks that they have discovered and learned over time in making their own podcasts. And uh, and in this episode, I learned a very very valuable lesson myself that I'm going to quickly share with you now. So I recorded this this episode. Um, in in the Anchor Podcast Lab. And we have two mics set up going into a mixer that goes into Anchor. And um, with the two mics, you know, it's always good uh, at the beginning of the episode before you record to really check those levels and make sure that the levels are right. And I didn't do that. I just came in and I just started recording. And as a result, um, my interview that you're about to hear um, has has two different levels of voices, and I think you'll immediately hear which one is not great. I think I was able to fix it up afterwards, so it is it is bearable to listen to. But you know, in the spirit of uh, iterating and just getting stuff out there and learning, I thought you know what this this would be a good lesson to share with my my, my listeners. So anyway, um, take a listen. I hope I hope it's okay. Um, but let me tell you about the guest. The guest is somebody awesome. He's a friend of mine. His name is Matt Hartman. He's an investor. Uh, but more importantly, he is the host of a new podcast called TLDR Daily that has a really interesting and unique format. And I can't wait for you to hear Matt's story. So without further ado, here is my interview with Matt. And um, I hope you enjoy. Thanks. Hello. Okay. I'm here with Matt Hartman. Matt, hello. Hey, Mike. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Thanks for being on the show. Um, you and I have known each other for a while now. We have. M- most of my guests, um, I I have not known them for a while. So um, at least a couple, probably a couple years, more than a couple, probably at least right? three. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about you, about what you, who you are, what you do. <laughs> T- tell us about Matt Hartman. Um, so I'm a, I work in venture capital. I work at Betaworks Ventures. We focus on a lot of consumer tech. And for me personally, my background was as a software developer. I've always been interested in how people communicate. And our thesis at Betaworks is every time there's a new interface, the way we communicate inside of it changes. And so one of the last, uh, for the last three years, four years, we've, one of the areas I've been focusing on most is audio as a, and, and I should say, one of the things that Betaworks has been focusing on, but I specifically have really been digging into is audio and voice as kind of an interface. And uh, and in that last three or four years, voice, podcasting in particular, but just sort of the way that people consume internet content through their ears is just has taken, a, has, has shifted dramatically. It's interesting. I, you know, I've, I've heard this thesis from you a number of times now. Um, you have you have a lot of strong feelings about audio and voice. Um, you know you've been you've been at the investing game now for a couple of years, um, and as someone who you know I consider you a friend, it's actually been it's been really cool to see sort of your development in the space. I I, I kind of think of you as one of the like premier venture capitalists in New York City right now, and I feel like 
you've also built up that reputation a little bit. Everyone knows Matt Hartman. Everyone knows that he's <laughs> investing at Betaworks. You are a, a highly sought after guy. Um, and it's been very, very cool to watch that. It's also been very cool um, to see sort of your interests in audio and podcasting develop over the years. Um, the main reason we're talking now is because you have a new podcast. I consider you a podcaster and it's been exciting to watch that journey from the outside. So I, I guess before we get into your podcast, I'll tell us about your podcasting journey. Well, Mike, thank you so much. That's You're very welcome, man. Very kind. So how did I get into actual podcasting? Yeah. Was that your question? Yeah. I, I, well, I, I, I guess it was a compliment and a question. I've seen you, I've seen your interests. I've seen your, your, your journey as an investor evolve uh, rapidly over the past couple of years sort of timed with your interests and your dabbling in podcasting, which has also, I think, evolved over the years. And it's obviously very connected to your thesis, your investment thesis, I think, around audio. Um, talk about the the audio side and the podcasting side of your journey. So so one of the things we talk about is follow the developers. Sort of, and I'm, my background is a software developer. Whenever there's something, one of these new interfaces, for me, the best way to understand it is to create something in it. And I'm aware, and as many of the software developers around Betaworks will tell you, I'm I'm uh, probably both, a, I'm aware that I will try something, I'll put it out there, I'm totally fine with it being a mediocre product when it goes out, I'm, uh, because I wanna, I was really I'm doing it to learn. Um, and so with voice, I'd built an Alexa skill, for example, to understand that. And it was really important to me as we were starting to think about podcasting that I understood how hard it was to create a podcast. What, what is, if someone wants to start something today, what are the different, in social media, we'd call it like in the actual software world, we would call it, what's the friction, right? To doing a, to doing a thing, to pressing the like button, to coming back into the app and in podcasting, it's what's the friction to create the podcast. And so I came up with, I'd, I'd, I'd come up with an idea for a podcast a, a while back. I, um, yeah, when I first met you, you had just started a podcast. Yeah. And we had, we do this, called again? it was called, uh, it was called doing business with Dude, Matt Hartman. That's right. And, uh, and we had also hired someone at Betaworks called, uh, Allison Berenger who right. created a podcast called the intern. Now, what was interesting was we both launched our podcasts at the same time and it was instructive to see how much production and editing she did and how little I did and to see how much better, how much, how how much the quality that she and, and effort she put in affected, I, in my opinion, the uh, success of her podcast. So, for so you, you saw more, you saw more success based on more production. Yeah. So for example, we both got featured around the same time uh, by Apple, mm -hmm. but the number, I don't remember the exact number of downloads I had, but like my max downloads ever was probably 5,000 on eight episodes. And she had, more episodes, but not that many more. And had like tens of thousands of downloads very quickly. And so my theory was there's some kind of virality. The fact like her podcast was just good. It was very well recorded. The sound quality was very good. She edited the narrative. And at the time there was a whole lot of podcasts that were my, and this sort of goes into format too. And this is, there's a bunch of learning. Some of them are just whether you use a microphone, that's really nice. Whether your music is good, whether your uh, what, what the format itself is, my format was, I was doing an interview show like this. There were a lot of shows like that. And I was putting a microphone in the middle of the table and it was kind of capturing everything, but it was a couple of people said to me, it's, it's hard to hear sometimes. Um, 
Allison's format was narrative. And this was at a time where serial had just broke and these, nar- these stories were, it, it was a true story, but, and the, but the stories were very structured narrative arcs. And I think that that resonated with people. And it was, what I took away was, it was different than what else was out there. And so people were able to pull from that something uh, to tell their friends about. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, I was gonna say, I mean, there there's so many factors at play, right? There's the category, there's the, you know, narrative versus, you know, interview style. There's the cover art, right? There's the, I mean, there's so many factors. It's it's hard to say that one is more responsible for driving the growth than, than the other, but I think your point is right in that it was just very different and very unique at the time at, you know, compared to, I, I think you're right, like, there are a lot of interview shows. Right? There are a lot of shows like this, like like doing doing business with Matt Hartman or do, or the show Background Noise. Um, the other thing that sort of was interesting was that she and I could commiserate on the uh, what, what's what's the word like the just like the, the pain the, the mechanics pain. Yeah. Yeah, of 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 getting your podcast out. So, for example, at the time there were very few ways we were trying to figure out like how do you how do you um, what should we use to host our software and what should we use to distribute it? So I was manually going to Libsyn because Libsyn had the, um, had the place with the, sort of at the time, the best analytics, but it, it was a pretty tough to use website. It, they make an automatic page for you, but the page was so ugly that I was like, I'm definitely not using this. So I hand coded my own uh, website and I uploaded sec- separate time, a separate time to SoundCloud. Hmm. Cause Libsyn helps you put it a bunch of places. And I thought the data was much more, was much better, but SoundCloud looks nicer in terms mm-hmm. of just like how it renders in the embed version of it. And so I would take the SoundCloud version. I put it in the, in my website and I, I, I don't know why. How long would that take you? Like if you're going to publish an episode, what's the, what's the process of getting up a website for each episode? <laughs> I would do copy and paste and then I would inevitably like forget to change something, you know? And, but this is me cause I, I like to code things. P.S. I totally forgot that that ruins your SEO. I mean, not ruins, but you have to then build your own SEO and meta tags. Oh, right. Because right. I was like literally hand coding because I wanted to look a certain way. I was like, I want when you come to the po- podcast, I was thinking very carefully about like, what's what do I want people to do? What's the action I want them to take? I want them to see the preview of the episode. I want to see the episode and have a big download link or where do I want to drive them to and what action do I really want them to take? Do I want subscribers? Do I just care about listeners? And thinking about all that stuff, but it was it was a long process. Some of that was of my own doing because I was making the website, but then some of it was um, the editing process. So my podcast was what I would do is I do an interview and I break it into two sections, and each section was twenty minutes long, and I do part one uh, in week one, and then I do part two the week after that, and um, the just. Here was my stack for how to how to do it. In software development, you have software development stacks. Here's the my podcaster stack. So I mentioned I had I had Libsyn, SoundCloud, and then I had made my own website. To do the editing, I would record directly into GarageBand. Okay, and then um, I would uh, go through and label the sections. I would like divide up the sound clips. So I'd be like, okay, it was about people's businesses that were yeah. non, uh, non-venture backed businesses, uh, that weren't tech companies. And so I would ask them the same kind of question. I asked tech company, what's, how do you think about your product? How do you think about marketing? And then I have to go through and like manually label these sections, like podcasting marketing. Cause I didn't know what the order was that it was going to sound right in. Mm. And Allison's process was like 10 X longer than mine. Cause she would take 
uh, Wait, I remember her, notes. She would, she would spend weeks on yeah. a single episode. And yeah. she'd take post-it notes, hear some insights, and like organize it on a piece of, uh, on, in, on a desk with pieces of paper, put them in the orders that she thought that made sense. Hmm. Now, some of that is the creative editing process, which I didn't have to do as much, but just to give you a sense of time, I would spend every Sunday, five hours at wow. least. Because my podcast itself, I'd also record it for an hour. So as <laughs> I, sp I spend about 15 minutes after recording each of these episodes before it goes live. So, so my, so the, the I, I get, I don't know what that says about my podcast. Well, do you, so what do you use to, so I'll tell you what the two things, I mean, obviously anchor was one of the things that made hosting easier. Um, the other thing that I found that made my life easier was Descript. Be oh yeah. I love it it's, because it's great. You can just, you, that whole process of, I'm going to label this and edit it changes. Yeah. And so now, um, so I, those were all the like learnings that I had gained just as a, as a user of the software, um, before really making a lot of investments, we'd invested in Gimlet already. Um, and that was sort of the first, our first, uh, voice investment. It was before we had invested in anchor. Um, and before we did voice camp, when we had, uh, eight pre-seed investments right. in the category. So, so what happened on that podcast? I, I don't, I don't remember when you stopped making it, but what's the, I, what's the story of how it ended or why it ended? I just, got so i mean i ran out of time on sundays right. i i recorded it i got i ended up with about um i feel like i learned what i wanted to learn from it i wished i could create more it was such a cumbersome process that i just ran out of sort of steam i did i i ended up actually this is sort of embarrassing but the last episode i only released the first half of it and like part one and so I released maybe a year later, part two. Oh, wow. Because, I didn't know that. Because I was kind of curious to see how many downloads oh, I would get. Like how much. Did it? Uh, it had about 250. Okay. And which, how many were you getting before? Before I was probably getting, I want to say, I have to go back and look at the numbers actually, because I'm, uh, I've been become re-interested in what the actual exact numbers were, but uh, I believe it was about 500 people per episode. Oh, that's interesting. And it was over about eight episodes, which for the first seven of them were, I think, over a two or three month period, right? right? Every every other week, I think. So you have a new podcast now, but before we get into that, did you, were, was there anything in between doing business with Matt Hartman or doing your business? I forget what it was called. Doing your it, business? It was doing called doing your business. Okay. And then when I re when I, I moved it to host over Anchor uh, recently, like within the last year, and even though it's 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 kind of defunct, yeah. Um, uh, some people do listen to it still, and I changed it to doing business because a lot of people gave me a hard time for the about doing the, your business, the pun of doing your business. So uh, that's funny. By the way. Did so? Was there anything in between your new podcast and doing your business or doing business with Matt Hartman? I feel like you've been exploring podcasting for a while. Um, I mean, I've was, definitely heard you come to me with ideas for podcasts over the years. I'm thinking about doing this podcast. I'm thinking about doing this podcast. Totally. So, so actually a, a one, one worthwhile thing is that, uh, to mention is that I talked to this guy, Harry Stebbings. Oh yeah. Who, who does the Harry. podcast. He does the podcast called 20 minute. It's a great podcast. And before I started the, that first podcast, I said to him, do you have any advice? And he's, um, been doing this podcast for a bit. He's had a lot of guests. He said, the key is consistency and frequency. So he said, he does his podcast three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. He releases three days a week? He releases wow. three 20-minute episodes. Wow. He's got to be like podcasting all the time. Yeah. 
and and he'll have a theme to the week. So when he did one with Betaworks, he did two Betaworks companies and then me mm-hmm. uh, as an, the investor side, like two two portfolio companies. Um, and the the reason why I, I so I heard what he said, I didn't internalize what he said. I did pick a day to release my podcast, but we're, you know I was releasing it once every two weeks, and so whatever I picked Tuesday or something or Thursday. Um, I tried to be consistent on the day. I don't think that once every two weeks was that consistent. I certainly didn't listen to his advice on uh, being frequent, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so in between the time I released the podcast and we invested, uh, and then we, and then I, and today, in between, between, in between the time I released the podcast and started working on my new one, did a bunch of things. First, we as a team invest in a lot of voice companies. I listened to a lot of podcasts. I started to, I was very fascinated by the daily because uh, New York times daily to me almost weirdly like disrupted my podcast behavior. Hmm. It became the first podcast I listened to. And I think accidentally bumped in my head, it bumped other podcasts kind of into second and third place for me. What do you mean at the first podcast you listened to? Sorry, in the morning. Oh, in the morning. So, okay. so, oh, you listen to it every morning and it's the first thing you listen to every yeah. morning. So Got like it. normally what I, one of the things I think about is like, I have a commute to work. And so I always listen to something, whether it's an audiobook or a podcast. And there's a handful of podcasts that I'll go to, they'll be my go-to ones. Like I'll, I'll listen, I love Exponent by Ben Thompson. RIP. And yeah, is that officially done? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was. I thought it was done. And then it. I thought I saw a tweet that was like, I'm getting a lot a hard time about oh. stopping it. So I, I, I haven't looked. Maybe it's still done. But, okay. uh, so I used to listen to this podcast all the time. And then I was like, the daily to me, it just kept coming back. Like daily. It's reliable. <laughs> yeah, it's reliable. I always know there's a new one. Um, and and then, it's, almost, it's almost always interesting. And I think in a weird way, the fact that it's there in the top of my feed, I use the Breaker app to listen to podcasts, and so it's showing me in a, a pod, different podcasts order things different ways. Some are alphabetical, some are just by how recent it was. It's always at the top, hmm. and I it just reminds you. It's like a little advertisement for it every day, hmm. and I just thought that was fascinating and really smart. And um, and then I had heard a bunch of media. I had to also talked to media companies a lot. We have media companies who are investors in our fund, and I do a lot of writing around. Uh, 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 with the interest, the interaction between sort of these new companies and and newer media companies and older media companies, and one of the things I had heard is that it's it's hard to create a daily to do a daily show. Oh, I mean, it must be incredibly hard, especially on the level of the daily. I mean, the production right. uh, value in that alone, and the the reporting, and the I mean, yeah, that's going to be <laughs> insanely difficult. Yeah. So from a podcast, look, I I think in the in the last two years, a few things happened. One is um the number of businesses that are not venture backed and not technology have increased a lot. So that's been kind of interesting to watch. Um, we have focused on a number of different categories, not just audio. Um, I think at the time I started it, it was like, Alexa seems interesting. And now there's 40 million devices at the end of last year or something were shipped. And I was like, wow, the, the number of just people interested in this that are, that are consuming this stuff is really increasing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I thought to myself, I released my first podcast like at the beginning of that podcast renaissance. I bet it's I bet it's harder to get attention today. There are a lot more podcasts. And I wonder if I released one today, how would I do it? How would I get attention for it? Um, that's just break away from what is now much more uh, competition. 
And I thought it was kind of cool that I had the baseline of the first podcast from a data perspective. Right. And what I always like to do is understand sort of what two data points give you a trend. And so I think other people would be interested in, and I certainly would be interested in what, what has changed today today from a podcaster's perspective in terms of getting an audience that wasn't there uh, three years ago when I launched the first podcast. And so you have a new podcast so and, new podcast. and, and it's, I, I think it's really interesting. So it's called TLDR daily. Uh, is that right? TLDR daily. Um, it's really interesting. Uh, it's a very unique format. I haven't seen a format like this before and you've been really consistent with it. It feels to me like this might stick, like this might be the one that you really, really lean into and, and, and run with for, I, I hope forever. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Uh, thank you. T tell us about it. Tell us about the format. <laughs> sure. So tell I us mean, about the inspiration. I did start it as an experiment cause I wanted to answer this question and I've, as you know, I'll build things and put them out there and let them, uh, I'm, I'm happy to like stop doing a project. Yeah. Um, I purposely positioned this as a 15 day experiment. I wanted to see what oh. was going to happen publicly. Uh, yeah. In, in a preview episode. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't hear about the, the, so I was like, I'm going to do 15. Cause <laughs> I, I think you should do more than 15. <laughs> well, so, so what's been interesting is that a number of people had said, is this really an experiment? Like, are you really going to stop? Cause it's, it's kind of good. And I was like, I love like that feedback is interesting, right? When people actually come up and say that to you. Um, and so, so here's the, the podcast. The, uh, I, I should say, I guess one other piece of background is I love listening to audiobooks. I like listening so much that I will often take an article and have Siri read it to me. That's uh, right. I remember you told me that. And it is ridiculous. And no Wait, one Siri reads articles. Well, you can put it, if you put it into Instapaper, Instapaper oh, right, is a right. feature, Insta yeah. feature where it will use the Siri function. So I used to do that all the time. The voice is ridiculous. No one does that. And I was like, maybe I should have a podcast of the articles that like I'm interested in being read to me. I was like, that's also pretty ridiculous. Um, and then, and so I had all these thoughts. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's unpack that for a minute. So you wanted to have a podcast where it was you listening to a Siri article read to you and then no, what you no, would no. like analyze it and like stop it and like no, talk. Oh. I, I was thinking a podcast with <laughs> one user who was me and the podcast was just the article read aloud. Okay. So like basically could I, could I oh, listen? So you would read the article? I would, no, like uh, maybe it's like, I, I mean. I'm using the word podcast. I just want a better voice than Siri. So it could be like, right. Mike reads math and news every morning right. or, or, and, and, you know, or whatever. Um, and so, and, and I was like, my actual, my thought was maybe I do it with Google duplex. Oh, because, because like yeah. now the voice technology is getting much better. And so maybe it's less annoying to hear these computer voices, read the articles to you. But the reality is it's just not, it's not there. <laughs> right. And so there's a company spoken layer, which actually has voice actors read these articles and turn them into like turn articles into podcasts, um, for like media companies. And I was like, maybe I could grab the most interesting ones. And, and maybe it's, I often will build software with no database. And there's no users. It's just me as the user. And I was like, that's sort of what I was picturing. So okay. all those things just rolling around. And I said, um, I, I, sometimes I'll just, I'll pitch the idea to a couple of people and I'll just kind of see what their reaction is. Is this interesting? Right. Cause like, it's interesting to me what other people think it is. And for, I think in consumer products, you don't really know if you, if you would like the thing until you try the thing, you'd be like, Oh, I think I would like that. But then it turns out you have the product and like, I don't. Right. So lots of examples of that. I think I would like a product where I press a button and a car shows up. Turns out I definitely want that, right? <laughs> um, I'm, now I need to find a counter example. Uh, and I have to, I have to think of, of 
Well, come, I, I'm sorry. Sure, like, we just, don't want to badmouth yeah. any products here. Well, I'm thinking of one that's like definitely dead. Uh, uh, like, <laughs> I don't know. I have to think about that. <laughs> so, because um, like things die for lots of yeah, reasons. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> um, I'll tell you one uh, that I made. Oh, I, I made the Alexa skill. I remember. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I remember that one. one. Wasn't there one? I actually thought it was a brilliant idea, but this and this was before like the on-demand uh, app world. But like, I remember one where you could tap a button and like somebody would bring you a grilled cheese sandwich. Do you remember this? One? I still think I would want that though. I don't. It, I don't remember. What happened? It, I, why, why did it not work? Maybe the market size of grilled cheese sandwiches wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that seems. I don't know. So I made an Alexa skill that tells you the Wi-Fi password. In the yeah, I think that's great. By the way, do you think? But that's I've never great? used it exactly. So that's a perfect example. I was like, everyone was like, that's a cool idea. And a lot of people installed it actually has 15,000 installs last wow. time I checked. But people install it, but the retention is terrible. It's like 1% once a month. Hmm. Because when you think about what actually happens is, it's a friend who comes over and doesn't know your password and they ask you and they don't know they can ask Alexa. And they also want to look at it, right? You want to look at the complicated password and like see which letters are uppercase and which are lowercase. And like having it read to you would probably not yeah, yeah. I, my theory was brilliant that, idea yeah, right so this, this is an example of something i thought i wanted but it, it turns out i did not need so i was i was like I, i'm gonna put together a new podcast using all of the lessons that i've learned and i'm gonna do it and the, to me the most interesting change from a just sort of theoretical perspective was that the was format hmm. people are now having shorter podcasts uh, anchor is is a is an example of one of them where i think they're there is so easy to create a podcast you can make it shorter mm -hmm. and um there's this daily format that people seem to like and so i said i'm going to release a short form daily podcast and i think that that could slip into people's user behavior i think it would slip into mine it would also be native to alexa i've been listening you have awesome every, every day thank you yeah and and, and 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 I will say it's not because you're my friend. It's because no offense. It's because <laughs> every morning when I leave my apartment and I go on my commute and I flip through what podcasts are available, I see this podcast. I know it's short. I know it's just gonna like give me some info, and then I'm gonna move on. It's it's the format. It's the format that I like, and I know that the people that you're talking. Well, we haven't explained the concept yet, but yeah. the people that you talk to on it are interesting. So let's talk about the concept because yeah. I think it'll tie into all of these things. It's sort of like little bits from the yeah. last couple of years. So the concept is it's called TLDR Daily. An interesting person tells gives me the TLDR too not too long didn't read is what TLDR stands for. I thought everyone knew what that stood for, but it turned out that that is not the case. Um, so it's called TLDR Daily. And my mom and dad definitely don't know what TLDR stands for, which is kind of interesting because then yeah. they ask the question and it becomes this like, oh, now I know. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, so so it's a daily podcast where someone who I think is interesting tells me about an article they read. So who, they think is who, who are some of the people so that you've had or will have that you're willing to reveal? Sure. So I've started with people who I know and have worked with. So I've got anyone from founders of companies. Um, I would love to have you on it. And uh, we did, I had, uh, so people Thank in the you. audio space, um, I had people who are writer, a writer who is, I think really insightful. Uh, Nia Real is the episode that got released today. Um, the first episode was with the CTO of Breaker. Um, and the other piece of this was I was thinking about making a breaker first distribution. I was thinking about distribution first. So th that's, I guess, I, I sort of buried the lead here. I didn't want to start a podcast if I didn't know how it was going to get shared. Hmm. In the breaker app, 
it push notifies you every time someone you follow, for those of you who don't know the breaker app, it's a, it's a social network on top of a podcast in a podcast listening app. And so the CTO of breaker has a lot of followers every time. That, so what I noticed was in when my old podcast or when I show up on other people's podcasts, if someone listens to me on breaker, they tag you as a guest on someone else's episode and my followers on breaker like some, they're my friends. Like someone would text me and be like, oh, I saw you on this podcast. Mm. And they text me a screenshot of the fact that Breaker push notified them. And I was like, that's interesting. Smart. I wonder if I could make, the, one of the other pieces of this was, I wonder if I could make a podcast that was sort of Breaker first. Hmm. And so the first guest I had was the CTO of Breaker. And so she came on, she's super interesting. So here's why she's interesting. She was, a, she's the CTO of a consumer company. I find that interesting. But also she was one of the, um, writers and kind of key people in writing the OAuth protocol. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And That's so, amazing. yeah, I, and, 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 uh, so I'm like, what did you read recently? Her answer to that is interesting, right? Like yeah, you, what was it again? I, I, I listened to it. it I can't it, remember now. It, um, and it, well, I mean, I, I guess I mean that the answer to that question, regardless of what the answer is to me would be interesting. What is this smart oh, person right. yeah. reading? The answer ended up being something she was fascinated by something in uh, how Facebook was using your two factor data and other things that were, they consider sort of shadow data, things that you didn't give Facebook for the purpose of your friends or for social and for sharing publicly. Like if you give them your phone number, they'll actually use that as part of targeting in the advertisement. Even right. if you give the phone number in the for context of security, yeah, which is surprising actually. Yeah. Like most of the stuff they do, I actually don't find surprising. That's pretty surprising to me. Um, and so, I, so she was one. Um, there's a guy. Uh, the next one I uh, I think was um, Nisha Dua from mm -hmm. BBG yep. Ventures. Uh, she's super smart thoughtful, does invest in some things we invest in, some things we don't, but I always enjoy conversations. These it's mainly people who I know who I have interesting conversations with yep. and I would love to know what they're reading. And that's sort of my operating model always is like, if I think it's interesting, I will pursue that. And maybe other people will also find it interesting. So it's only been out for what, two weeks, not even it's, I started it, uh, I want to say I started it a week and a half ago. Last, not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday before. How's it going? Um, it's it's good. It's interesting. So, a couple of things about the podcast. A couple of uh, I know we've given a lot of preamble, but um, I think this is worthwhile, especially if people who are making podcasts are listening to this. Yeah, I had a couple of things I did on purpose. One was obviously the length was short. So, an unintended consequence of that was that a lot of people who are busy said yes. So I said, so the podcast is, I aim for it to be five minutes long. A couple of them go the very high end of five minutes. Some of them are way shorter, like three and a half minutes. That's for the users. But, it, and that was the intended intention from the usage. But it turns out it takes about 15 minutes to- Easier to get guests. Yeah. yeah. So you say to somebody, hey, the whole podcast is five minutes. Maybe we're going to record for eight minutes. And let's just assume, I do it on Anchor. I'm like, let's just assume the rest of the time we spend just getting set up, right? So another seven minutes getting set up is pretty reasonable and we're done. And that's been um, that's been a really interesting key. It, very few people say no. In fact, no one has said no yet. Um, the the uh, how many people have you asked? Just curious. Um, I asked fifteen people, and I had, I had probably actually I had a couple of people who said I can't do it yet, but I can do it in November or something. So that's maybe that's a no. But uh, I had Ryan Hoover from Product Hunt, who is super busy, not doing his own, uh, he, uh, he's doing a lot of things. He's, uh, his company got bought by AngelList and so he's working on that stuff. And I think um, if you make the ask respectful of your guest, then 
it sort of respects their time. Totally. And, then, and I think that's been an interesting learning. So that's one. Second thing that I did, and this was on purpose starting out, I did not expect the reaction to be so strong though. Um, I decided I was gonna have a cover art strategy. And the reason I did this was, and if you, so if you, if here's how I was thinking about it. Again, distribution first. People who have some followers will say yes because it's short. People, people, uh, where are they going to share it? Most podcasts get shared on Twitter. Twitter is super time, like untimely, right? It's like, or you, or it's too timely. You post it out there and hopefully people see it, it's gone. Facebook and Instagram, how, how do you get someone to share your podcast on Instagram was a thought that I had. Mm. And so I was like, I don't know, like, why would I do it? Maybe, Smart. like, I'm, you're probably not going to share my a cover art like my face like hey i was on matt's podcast here's a picture of it but so here's what i did i made a different uh picture for every episode and the picture was their face people like sharing pictures of their own face and more importantly people's friends don't want to see my face don't know who i am but they know the person they're following and so if you showed their face then maybe that's more likely that the the follower on instagram the follow on twitter would be like oh this is this this is this person do you share the photo with them or just the episode? I share the, so I do two things. I share the episode and I make sure I do a Twitter card validation test yep. to make sure that it renders with their photo when they share it out on social. Right. Um, and then I send them, a, I take it, this is the most hacked way to do it, but I, I, I go to the website, so I made a website for it this time I used Squarespace, but I go to the website, save the photo in my phone and then I open the picture up. So it's get my podcast has like a very dark gray background. So I open a picture up on my phone. So there's a black background and I screenshot it. Hmm. So it's exactly the vertical size of a phone. Oh, wow. And when I email them, their podcast is out. I attach a, I was like, by the way, if you want to share on Instagram, here is a version of it. And people have been like decorating it. They're like, oh, here's where, here's my, Nisha has an awesome one. I should have screenshot it on her story where she was like, here's where you can download it. And like, this is my podcast with Matt Hartman and tags me and tags BBG and tags the person who wrote the article. And it's just really interesting to see, um, uh, to see the benefits of that. Totally. That's awesome. I, I've never heard anyone talk about the cover art strategy like that. That's really, really cool. Thanks. It's been, yeah. and it was more surprising to me was that, so I thought that like, okay, that might make people do things. So this cover art itself, if you go and take a look at it, it's a, it's funny. It's, it's, <laughs> it's silly. It's called, so the podcast is called TLDR daily with Matt and co. Cause every episode is a different person. I, uh, it's a, it is the, the podcast cover art for your episode, uh, would be, um, a giant picture of your face on top of a stick figure who is graffitiing my podcast replacing co with your name and so it's sort of like weird bizarre it's my i photoshopped it it's not like a professional photoshop job as <laughs> yeah. i'm sure you no it looks tell. good though <laughs> like it looks it looks like somebody put some real work into it um i did put a lot she of real did. work into yeah. it I just a professional photoshop person did not put a lot of real work into it so i uh so i i do that for everybody's episodes and i think what's been amazing is i and the other thing i did was i emailed out everyone who was all 15 of my interviews i emailed out together saying, thank you all so much. I wanted them to see each other and I wanted them to, it to feel more like a community than just like, these are like, I would much rather, I mean, I'll have some new guests, but I'd much rather cycle back through the existing guests or ask, I would say they don't know. I, this I love that idea. <laughs> I, 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 well, I texted you about this. Yeah. So I, for, for those of you listening, I, I, I picked up on this. So I am a guest. I am a guest on this podcast. You, Earlier, you said, I, I hope you will be a guest. I appreciate that for not spoiling. I hope you don't mind. I'm spoiling it. I am a guest. So I was on that email and I actually, to your, to your credit, I found that fascinating that there was this community of people that had been on the show. And I actually texted Matt and I said, 
this is awesome. You should just keep using these guests. You could have like the Wu-Tang of podcasts where you have all of these like interesting people collectively making up this one thing. Um, keep doing it <laughs> or something. I'd figure what I said. So, so then I, um, first I looked up why this, would, I looked up Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. I know their music, but I didn't really understand the metaphor. And so then I figured out the <laughs> I'm metaphor. I'm sorry. And then I was like, okay, I, I get what you're saying. And so you actually made me think of something that I, that I, so you had said that and I, I'd, I'd thought a little bit about that idea, but one of the things that you said that I, and, and I haven't even asked people yet, but I was like, maybe what I should do is ask all of my guests to pick a guest. Hmm. Cause. Oh, so like I would lead one with. Yeah. Who do you, who does, oh, I, cause cool. I want to know who you think is interesting. That's cool. And here's the meta question. How do you do a daily podcast at scale? Cause right. if it's, if every day I have to do this, it's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. But my, the reason why it's interesting to have, like, I would probably get the pool of people up to about 30 is that then it's only a once a month commitment for you. Right. And we get to keep in touch every month. Yeah. And other people can start to say, oh, I remember when I heard Mike, he was the one who did this other episode and What's he thinking about now? I'll do this. If you want, if you want me to do it, I'll do it. Uh, this is me pitching you. <laughs> this all is right. fascinating. So, all right. So you've got how many episodes out? So I've got, I actually don't know. So I had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and this morning's came out. I think it's eight, but let's actually look at the, I'm counting on my fingers rather than looking in the anchor app, which here's the, here's the thing. I have some drafts in here, so it's not actually number. We got about five episodes. Okay. Wait. No, I was going to say we have about five minutes. Oh, we have about eight episodes. Okay. We have exactly eight episodes. Okay. Out. How many do you have in the can, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I have recorded 15. Okay. So here's the spoiler, and, I, and I'm trying to figure out how to do this more kind of genuinely, is that I say good morning every time. I really think it feels- I think that's important. I, I think I think it is too. Yeah. I was What I picture is all the night shows- like, like the tonight show is recorded in the afternoon, but they act like it's at night. Yeah. Good evening or, you know, yeah. whatever. And every once in a while, especially when it's around 11 PM, every once in a while they'll break character cause they're like comedy shows and yeah. they'll point out that like, oh yeah, it's totally not like the middle of the afternoon. Right. Right now. <laughs> um, and so I, I was like, that's how you as an audience member, it turned out to know. And so I'm sort of struggling with like, I would love these to be recorded as close to real time as possible. Mm. I did the 15 because I was worried based on my past podcast that I wasn't going to be able to record them fast enough or like get the schedules worked up. So I recorded 15 and I'm releasing them out one at a time. Now I need to start to figure out like, like how do you do this? You could scale? do it the night before. I could do it the night before. Yeah. I could do it night before or morning up. But then what it means is that I have to, I, what I really in practice did was I'd have like two hours of recordings with friends. I record like five, five mm. podcasts in two hours mm. because I just block off that time. I'd say, Hey, what time between four and 6 p.m. works for you. And I would just crank through them. And that's really efficient. The Daily can't really do that because they're right. trying to do stuff that's more, uh, sort of more highly produced. And so it's all different. I don't know, that's, that's one of the questions I'm trying to figure out. And so having other people ask their friends and submit them to me means that what I want to have is always a little bit of a backlog in case last night I didn't have one scheduled or I had right. like, I, so right now I have a few that are edited so that I can always put one out and then I'm roughly releasing them in order in an order that I want. Got it. This has been awesome, super insightful. Um, definitely uh, a unique episode for for my podcast. Um, you know, we haven't we haven't dug into experimentation and things like that the way we the way we just did in this conversation. So, I appreciate that. I guess last question is: What is the future of TLDR Daily? Where do you, do you see the podcast still existing six months from now, a year from now? Five so, years from now? Well, I guess five years. Forget that question. Who knows where? <laughs> who knows what a podcast is in five years? But so so. 
it's funny because you have visions for stuff and then like I try not to because I'm just doing an experiment. I position as the 15 day experiment. I think um, here's where I think it could go. I think I keep doing it because it, I, I've been pretty overwhelmed and, and excited by the response to the podcast. It seems to resonate with people. One thing I've been thinking about recently is, so what is, how do you scale TLDR daily, which is my friends telling me interesting things. Could you do the same thing around news in different categories? Mm. So maybe it's, t is there, I, I forget. Vertical, what a vertical specific version of TLDR daily. Yeah. TL, TL, TLDR daily sports, TLDR exactly. daily finance, whatever. That's actually really smart. So I wonder if there's sets of people who would want to do that. And I would, and I don't, I don't know what that looks like yet. I had a couple of ideas of categories where it feels like it could make sense. And I know some people there. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Cool. Matt, thank you so much. This has been awesome and good luck with the podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for, for having me. And for those of you listening, if you haven't already, go subscribe to TLDR Daily wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, we're pretty much everywhere. And if you like the podcast, please make sure to rate it and leave it a really nice review on iTunes. It'll, or sorry, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it'll really help Matt out. Thanks. There you have it, folks. Matt Hartman. Great guy. Awesome podcast. Check it out. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Background Noise wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really like us, consider leaving us a nice review or a rating on Apple Podcasts. That helps a lot. Last but not least, this podcast was made with Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and it's completely free. You can get it in the App Store or the Google Play Store by searching for Anchor or go to anchor.fm. That's anchor.fm. Thanks.